What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's talk about the don't want a draft list. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard and... You should go to cbssports.com slash fantasy slash football and check out Dave Richards' Don't Want a Draft list. It's one of his best articles every year. Just basically telling you which players, not necessarily that they're going to be bad, but just the players that for one reason or another, Dave doesn't want them on their t- on his team. We're going to get to some of Dave's picks first, but I'm going to give you one of my own, and that's Isaiah Pacheco, who I just, even when his price is relatively reasonable, and he's usually in like the 25 to 30 range, among wide receivers, it's a player that I just can't get excited about. He's coming off of shoulder and hand surgeries. Looks like he's going to be ready for week one. But even with that, last season, he started 14 games, if you include the playoffs. He was a top 20 running back four times in 11 games last season. He had no games with even with more than 14 PPR points in the playoffs. I just I think Isaiah Pacheco can be a fine player. Obviously, he's attached to a great offense, and so there's going to be the opportunity for touchdowns. But this was a team that threw in the green zone within the 10-yard line more than any other team in football. I don't really think that's going to change. So Isaiah Pacheco is just someone that, like, it's a small win kind of player, and I'm not right. sure that's worth drafting. Dave, how do you uh, how do you feel about Pacheco? And give us some of your don't-want-to-draft players. So the nice thing about Pacheco is if you're drafting him in round seven or eight, he's probably bench depth for your team. That's not mm-hmm. a bad spot for him as a small win type of running back. Certainly, you're not reaching for him. And, and it really comes down to how do you view him versus David Montgomery, Cam Akers. I would much rather have David Montgomery. I, I would, too. How do you feel about Pacheco versus Brian Robinson and Khalil Herbert? Because – I'm not sure those guys are big win running backs. Yes, either. I, I agree. The Bears, I believe, had the fewest uh, PPR points by running backs last season. If it wasn't them, it was either the Rams or them with the fewest PPR points because Justin Fields just isn't going to throw to his running backs very often. You know, we did see Khalil Herbert or Justin Herbert, uh, Khalil Herbert, excuse me, uh, score. A if long it was touch- Justin Herbert. That would be weird. That would be even more impressive. Now, he had the long touchdown catch, but it was like a little dump off off of a scramble. I just don't think he's going to have a big role in the passing game, but I do think he's the 
Bears lead runner and will be very efficient. I think I would rather have him than Pacheco, but it's very close. I think all of those guys are like you're hoping for 70 yards and a touchdown from them, but they're not going to have much to do in the passing game. So I don't think there's many paths to upside there. RB threes for sure. Uh, And Herbert does have some decent upside, but I'm not as in love with him as I was before training camp started. Roshan Johnson's really made an impression. Okay. Two running backs that are going to go certainly before round seven in our drafts, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris. They are Mm -hmm. RB 10 and RB 11 on fantasy pros ADP. And I'm thinking that both of them are not going to match expectations. We saw the Patriots running back situation last year, eight games where Damian Harris had at least 10 touches. That's it. That's not a lot, but just 10 touches. Ramondre in full PPR averaged 12 and a half points per game. So pretty frustrating that Mm -hmm. Ramondre couldn't break through then. And then here's the other thing about Ramondre. He had one touchdown in those eight games with Harris, two touchdowns in any game Harris participated in, whether it was 10 touches or fewer, zero touchdowns against the entire AFC East. He would need a huge workload and just a big old vote of confidence from Bill Belichick. I don't want to trust Bill Belichick's running backs, not with a third-round pick anyway. Stevenson in round four in PPR, you might be able to convince me on that one. And then Najee Harris, we've we've been hearing and seeing Jalen Warren mm-hmm. start to take more work away from him. He's the more explosive running back in Pittsburgh. He's the better pass catcher in Pittsburgh, and he might be the better pass blocker too. It could be a matter of time before these guys are just splitting reps. could be 50-50, and Najee, when he's been hurt before, certainly hasn't been efficient, could be in a situation where he's the 1B back and Jalen Warren becomes the 1A. Najee's ADP is in the top 30. I would rather have Jalen Warren at his ADP, which is around round nine at this point. And I would even reach up a little bit, Chris, and take him in round eight if I wanted to. It it feels like Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard last year. And and the problem for me is Elliott was still useful last season, despite Pollard being the much more efficient player. The problem is, I don't think the Steelers offense is going to be nearly as good as Dallas is. So I don't think the opportunities are going to be there. No, but I do think they're going to be a better passing offense than they've yes. been. The preseason's really been great to them. Training camp reports have been glowing. Obviously, all these drives that the Steelers starting offense has been on have ended with touchdowns. George Pickens is a breakout. Mm-hmm. They're starting. I think they might be building around Pickett at this point, which is bad news for Najee. You got any pass catchers you want to give us on your do not draft? Do not want to draft list? I'll give you three. Two are pretty obvious. It's Jerry Mm -hmm. Judy and Terry McLaurin just because of their injuries. Their ADP is going to sink anyway. I don't know if I feel good taking these guys even in round seven. I'm not sure when they're going to be back. I'm not sure how good they'll be when they come back. McLaurin might not even be the best receiver on his team. I would take Judy ahead of Terry McLaurin. Mm -hmm. But I've been making the case against DK Metcalf all preseason long. I know right now that his ADP is in the high 30s or the early 30s, I should say. So he's been going as a round three pick. Tyler Lockett has outproduced him in PPR and non-PPR each of the past two seasons on one fewer target per game. Now they're adding in Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now they're adding in not one, but two running backs who can catch the ball in the backfield. I don't know how much we'll see of Kenny McIntosh, but Zach Charbonnet, Mm -hmm. everybody's become quite familiar with him. This is going to be an offense that's still going to throw the ball a decent amount. They were 11th in pass rate last year. I'm worried about DK having that 25% target share like we've seen from him in the past. I think that number dips down. I like him better in non-PPR because those touchdowns will mean more. The catches and the yardage means less. I'm not sure he's got a path to 1,100 yards. So he's someone that I would take in round four 
But round three is too rich for my blood. I wouldn't want to draft him then. All right. Make sure you go to cbssports.com slash fantasy. Check out Dave's full don't want to draft list. And we'll see you next week on FFT and 5. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.